Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are heading to many different varied locations and timelines in the game Timeline. Uh, Timeline is a game that, there's so many of these, I was actually trying to figure out which one to choose to give the stats, uh, but I'm going to choose the Timeline Inventions, which I believe is the first one. Yeah. Uh, Timeline, uh, or Timeline Inventions, which started this whole series off, was a game that came out in 2010. It is designed by Frédéric Henri, Jérémy Fleurier, or Fleurier, <laughs> Gaël Lanoran. Uh, those could be terribly mispronounced, but I did my best. <laughs> and uh, that's all that counts, is what I say to my seven-year-old. So that's what I'm patting myself on the back for. Published by Asthma Day and many other publishers oh, in Europe, but I think Asthma Day is going to be the one you're going to see in the States. Um, this is a game for two to eight players. It plays in about 15 minutes and eight rated at eight plus. Although this is an interesting one. The community is the inverse where it usually is and says this is a 10 plus uh, game. Oh. Uh, a, a reason I would think that is that you just need a kind of a sense of historical um, uh, moments in history. You need a sense of like a lot of these famous moments in history here. So an eight-year-old might not really know that much about some of these things. Uh, the weight is 1.1, though. This is a very simple game, very straightforward. And it uh, still uh, seems or feels very unique and quite a lot of fun. So... Uh, yeah, let's talk about how we play this timeline game or games, and then we'll talk about what we think about it. All right. So uh, in the game, there are these smallish cards. There are 55 cards in the deck, although I think some might vary ever so slightly. Uh, you're going to shuffle up that deck. <clears throat> you are going to put one of the – now, they, they are two double-sided. Uh, one side, basically, on every, every one of the cards uh, says uh, just some type of thing in the inventions deck. It'll – pick out something that's invented like when the uh, screw screw was invented or when uh, the saxophone was invented something like that uh, and it'll just say that it'll give a, like a little tiny picture so you kind of have a reasonable idea of what the heck they're talking about and that's it that's all the information on the flip side is the same exact information except for it will tell you the year in which it happened uh, but when, when it is dealt out, uh, one card will be dealt out such that the year is indicated to the center of the table. That will be the timeline that everyone is working on. Uh, and then everyone is dealt cards such that the year is not face up. So no one knows the year of any of them ever. And, uh, each player is given a number of cards based on the number of players. Um, I know for a two-player game, each player gets six. I cannot remember what it is for larger groups, but the larger the groups, the fewer cards there are given to other people. Uh, and then the remainder of the cards that were not dealt out are kind of set off to the side uh, such that you can only see one the top card and you don't see what year that was in so you, you don't get to see any of the years for anything that hasn't been placed in the timeline uh, then starting with a player i'm assuming it's probably the youngest player um i'm, I'm doing a lot of assumptions because i haven't actually read the rules to this ever uh, <laughs> actually i probably did read it once uh, a while ago but uh i it's, it's such a simple game that you'd really once you have it you've got it so uh, on their turn, they will pick one of their cards, one of the cards that they have in front of them, and they will choose to add it somewhere in the timeline. In the, in the beginning of the game, since there's only one card out there, you're basically trying to place it either before or after the event that happens. So say, for example, I wanted to uh, place 
the invention of stone cutting into the timeline. I'd have to decide, well, does this go before or does this go after uh, the in invention of fire type of a thing. And so you will pick a place to put it. You will put it in that kind of relative location of it. And then once you've said, yeah, I'm locking it in, you will flip over that card and the year will indicate whether or not it, it fits within that timeline. If it does fit within the timeline, timeline you will add it to that spot so you'll kind of move the cards uh however you need to in the beginning it's just placing it to the left or the right but as cards get added and added uh you'll be placing things in between other cards uh in the happenstance the two things happen in the same year it doesn't really matter you do not have to get the exact uh <laughs> day of the year correct they do not indicate that <laughs> just as long as the years match or tie uh, in in some respect, you are good to go. So the, it does not have to go in the precise order uh, for ones that tie, but it's perfectly fine otherwise. Uh, if you are incorrect, uh, then that card is discarded, and that pile that was set off to the side, you will take the top card and add that to cards that you in your personal pile uh, that you need to add. So if you're correct, you have one less card to deal with. If you are incorrect, you have just as many cards to deal with as you did before you tried to place that thing. Uh, this will keep going round and round, uh, and the game will end as soon as one player has gotten rid of all of their cards. Uh, although if everyone, it's an even turns game, so if it comes down to it and the say the first player who started the game finished it, finishes all of their cards uh, everyone else still has a chance to get rid of one more card if there happens to be a tie where two people get rid of all of their cards uh, then there's a kind of like a bonus round essentially each person gets one more card and they keep going back and forth until one person essentially can't place that one card that comes out uh, and basically yeah. you were just trying to get rid of get rid of all your cards that's that's everything that's the game first person to do it wins there you go. Yeah, it's very simple. It's a pretty simple, straightforward structure. The game itself is really approachable for anyone. It's really, it is just the fact of uh, <laughs> the age variance is just going to be like, when, as soon as you get to that age, a little older, really having an understanding of big events in history, at least, and uh, where things might fall. I remember thinking, like, having really no understanding where, like, the medieval times were <laughs> for so long <laughs> as a young person. I was like, when is that? Or, like, when the Romans were. Right. <laughs> I just really didn't understand how those two related with each other. And <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, Timeline is great. It is such a fun silly game where um i think it's it's a decent balance too where a lot of these games that are kind of kind of trivia based and this, this you can kind of say this is sort of trivia historical trivia based um it's still going to throw you for a loop like yeah you may know when cleopatra was around or you may know when the wheel was invented obviously one of the earliest human inventions you may know when um the Telegraph was invented, but like the screw, do you know when the screw was invented? Do you know when like a glass bottle was invented? Like all these things that are really, really hard to pin down. I think most people would be able to be like, oh yeah, clearly that was uh, right between this and this. And um, the structure of the game is so cool too, because it does allow for a lot of ignorance in these exact timelines, but you can be confident knowing, okay, well, I know that the phonograph was invented sometime between the wheel and the launch of the first spacecraft. Right. <laughs> so I'm pretty confidently going to put it there. But as the timeline starts getting crunched and crunched and crunched, and then you have these areas where there's a lot of dates close to each other, it suddenly becomes really hard to narrow it down exactly where that card needs to go. 
And so it's a lot of moments of, I swear to God, it has to be before this. So you're using your logic on what's on the board to play this card. And much of the times you're right and much of the times you're wrong. (laughs) So it's a really great flow of exciting moments throughout the game, or at least silly highs and silly lows as you're playing these cards out. Uh, Yeah, what's your experience playing Timeline? I haven't played this game a ton. I've only played it a few times. I've liked my playthroughs uh, each time, but it's usually been with, like, one other person. I haven't really played it in a group. I've I've played it a number of different times. My uh, sister-in-law, I think, introduced me to this one. It was a while back. Um, Yeah, it plays really well. I tend to play it with four people usually. It's it's really interesting. It's it's just a great game to throw it at pretty much any time. Uh, I've even played it a few times at work. Uh, I think there was one time someone brought it in from work and they had two different sets. Uh, as we've noted, there's a bunch of different sets. I think the ones I know most are Inventions, Events, uh, I think there's Americana, and I can't remember, I can't remember what the other ones are, but yeah, Music and Cinema is another one. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I think one time we actually mixed two sets together because it's totally doable you can you can do it and just makes it more interesting so you'll be dealing with both inventions and also music and cinema in the same thing which kind of changes the game up a little bit but it works out really well and you there are a lot of different strategies you can take um i know that people who are new to the game tend to focus on a strategy of all right i'm going to do the ones that i know first uh and then just you know, hope and pray for the ones that I have no clue on, and maybe I'll, I'll get those. But the sooner I can get rid of cards, the better. Uh, I take a t- tend to take a strategy of go with the ones that I have literally no no clue on first. Get rid of those, hopefully, because the fewer cards that are in the timeline, the luckier I am going to be with my guesses. Uh, and then the ones I'm really sure of, then then I j- I don't have to worry so much about the nitpicky of well, does it go before here? Does it go over there? I I know it. I could, I have the innate sense of yeah, I know exactly when the screw was invented. It was made by Archimedes, and I know when Archimedes lived, so I'm going to get pretty close on that type of a thing. But when it's something like, oh, when was wireless wireless telegraphy uh, invented? Yeah, I'm getting rid of that as soon as I possibly can, hopefully. Right. Uh, And the thing is, you also have to take on the strategy of, all right, if I guess with this one and I'm wrong, what is the next card I'm going to be getting? Because you can see the top of the deck. So it's like, all right, is now the time to make a bold guess because I'm going to get one that I have even less idea about where to place this. Maybe I should go with a guaranteed one and hope someone else picks up that card so that I can get something like, oh, when was the ballpoint pen invented? That, I have a better idea of when that was rather than when Das Kapital was published, which I don't even know what (laughs) Das Kapital is. (laughs) So there's a lot of interesting different strategies you can take. I think... Uh, we played a game where I, it was one where I had made it up. It, this does not exist. I'd done like birth years. I'd thrown together a bunch of ones where it's just like, all right, I looked up a bunch of birth years between like 1900 and now, and I just put them all together in, in a grand deck. And I was taking the strategy of, all right, what cards can I add to mess my opponent up? I was trying, I'm like, <laughs> all right, he's got a lot fewer cards. I need to throw things in there that is going to make it harder for him to place his because I got ground to cover. So I better try and screw him up the more I can. So there's a, a lot of interesting <laughs> ways. That you, it seems like such a simple game, and it is, but there are definitely really interesting decisions to be made other than just, all right, where am I going to put this? It's what one do I pick to place? And, you know, should I pick this one over that one? How should I pick it? What am I going to get if I fail? All of these decisions, and it's it's just really good. It's a really good, interesting game to play. 
Yeah, it's it's so good. It's surprisingly good, honestly. I it, it seems like like in concept, if someone's describing it to you, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's a fun idea, but it really does mesh together amazingly well. There, it is it is. There's a lot more strategy here than you'd think of just guessing right or, or not guessing, knowing some things correctly and then guessing correctly. Um, yeah, I, I just like Timeline. It's fun. It's a fun, silly game, and uh, it really does what it wants to do in a great way. I also will second that. I really liked playing with the birth year set that you created. <laughs> it was a really hard challenge because so many, you know, obviously you know celebrities. You've got a vague sense of how old they are. But then it's like, well, when exactly was Oprah born? And is she older than Kurt Cobain or, or whoever, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's a much a contemporary. The other thing is it's a much tighter thing because it's like it's just within 100 years, basically. Whereas all the right. other things is yeah. like, oh, you know, it kind of spans a bit. Uh, although I think actually music and cinema is pretty tight as well. So if you're looking for something where things are really close together, you can kind of change up what game you're going to be playing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I um, do you, have you mixed up sets much before or I've done it once or twice. I think it was mainly for when people brought it into work. They're just like, let's go crazy. I'm like, all right, let's go for it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it tends to work pretty well, especially if you're going to be playing with larger groups. Uh, that way, each like, in, because the main reason why in lar- in uh, when you have more players, you're going to have fewer cards to give everybody is because there's only 55 cards in a deck usually. Uh, so if you're going to be having more people, it does not hurt at all to kind of mix and match. Therefore, you can kind of give people even more cards to start out with and kind of flesh the game out a little bit more so you don't like, well, you know, we only got four cards to start this is going to be i mean it's going to be a, a quick game but i feel like i'm making less decisions and i, I want to make more decisions and you can make that timeline be huge uh but you know i there there comes a point where it's just like how huge do you want to make this man but right. I, i'm the yeah. type of guy who's like yeah the bigger the better <laughs> yeah yeah, no, for sure. It can be a little, uh, you know, I mean, imagine you get a little carried away, but it would be fun. It's going to be fun to find some combos that would be meshed really well, well together. So, yeah, I, com- timeline's great. I'm, uh, there's not much more we can say about this game. It's a very simple structure. It's just really good at what it does. It's inexpensive to pick up. There's a lot of sets out there. I still see them a lot in board game stores. Um, you really can't go wrong with any of these. They're all engaging. The classic ones are heavily geared towards inventions and, um, that's a nice place to start for sure, but I really do like the takes that they've kind of branched off into as well. So I don't think there really is like a bad set. Some of them are, like Alex mentioned, closer in year, so they might be harder to exactly narrow down, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that's kind of a nice challenge to have in a game like this. Yeah. So I just look, there's, there's, a, there's one for American history and star wars as well and there's like there seem to be a bunch just for particular countries so there's british history uh, i think polish spain uh there's one called science museum so there's there's a lot of different things out there that you can either fit any type of uh uh person yeah all right well there we go let's talk about how we take this bad boy out though um so timeline is a game that's going to have a few different size cases depending on what set you get there's even a circular container um i think they call it a blister uh, pack I... <laughs> yeah there's a blister pack a horrible there name. is i know it's so gross <laughs> um there is the I, I believe the older ones uh were just in a, a cardboard card deck sleeve or deck box if i'm remembering correctly um, some of these I haven't seen all of the containers. And then there's also a kind of like quarter size game box for the uh, – what are the sets? There's like Timeline 
oh, chronology or something like that. Like they came up with a more of a traditional um, box, I guess, for for some of these. So I know like Americana or American History, those are uh, like quarter size game boxes, discoveries. Some of them are different sizes. So, but all of them are totable and um, and easily thrown in a bag if not a pocket so that's going to kind of be the range of size so it's really easy to take them with you and even if you're just tucking them like the larger size one under your arm it's still a pretty small box and transports very easily uh, but what you're going to look at when you're playing the game okay so timeline itself is pretty straightforward as usual with a lot of these games and cards they it is all going to be a series of arranging cards so you're going to have your deck of cards or your hand of cards in your hand obviously and then you're going to have a growing tableau on the table, and that is, of course, the timeline. So the timeline is going to fluctuate over the course of the game, uh, but it is going to be consistently growing. Uh, or I'm sorry, fluctuate between games is what I should say. But over the course of the game, it's going to be consistently growing as people add cards to the timeline in one way or another. Uh, so this is definitely a game that it doesn't necessarily have to be center of the table at all times. I think you could push this, this aside very easily. So I think this easily passes the pizza test. As long as everyone can kind of see the timeline, the physical version of timeline, too, is very good at having nice big graphical images as well as text on the uh, card themselves so you don't really need to read it necessarily but a quick refresher of someone who's near it can give you an idea of like hey what is that card again Uh, oh it's the invention of blah 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 blah," or whatever so yeah this is a very very modifiable layout on the table and really easy to kind of eat anything around this and uh, not have any worry, and everyone can play the game very, very well. Um, The vibe of Timeline is also great. It is all about educated guesses. (laughs) So a lot of them, a lot of times you'll just be, you know, a lot of times you'll actually find yourself talking about your own strategy because it doesn't really matter. Like, people kind of know what you're going to try to do. Like, oh, I got to get this one out early so I don't have to think about it later. And, oh, man, I know you know which timelines those are of your upcoming cards. So I'm going to (laughs) try to get mine, which are close and near to those, out right away, too. So it's going to make that harder for you. Um, You know, is Oprah born before or after Tom Cruise? Who knows? I don't know. I don't think you do. So I'm going to put some that I think are in the same era. So it's just a lot of great crosstalk, giving each other some little, little friendly trash talking and uh, and uh, the uh, just a high fun silly vibe to this game. So yeah. timeline's just great all around as a takeout. I don't I don't know how many times during the games that we played I used Back to the Future Three as a reference to answer so <laughs> many questions. Amazingly successfully, <laughs> that was like my only salvation. <laughs> yeah, it, it was amazingly successful too. <laughs> like <they're, laughs> that movie is the gift that keeps on giving for history reference buffs. <laughs> Yeah, talk about the, doing the research, you know. Um, they did a really good job on being, but, well, obviously not an accurate in many ways, but in also many ways. But it ways, gave me really a relative cool. idea. I'm just like, all right, he was talking yeah. about barbed wire in the movie. I can probably place barbed wire somewhere before that, but pretty close because he was still shilling it <laughs> like it was a new thing. So it had to be pretty kind of close to 1885. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And you're usually right. I think you're pretty much right. Every yeah. time you used uh, Back to the Future Three as a as a resource, I'm pretty sure you nailed it. And then we play. Then we played the uh, music and cinema, and Back to the Future showed up, and I knew exactly where that fit. <laughs> <laughs> just that was an easy. One. They just threw that one at you. <laughs> so who is this for, and who it's not for? It's pretty 
broadly applicable to, I think, anyone. This is not a deep game by any means, and it is more of a filler game uh, type of game. It's a silly, fun game that you can jump into, play a round or two, and jump out of. It is addictive. I th- I'd say most of the time that I've played this, we've played more than one round. Um, they go fairly quickly, and they're fun, and um, not each round is very different uh, based on the card how the cards come out. So there's a lot, a lot of replayability here. I think it's it's really I'd be hard pressed to say of anyone who's re- really doesn't like this game that wouldn't like um, that that doesn't have a hard line for just light games in general. Uh, if you like board games, you're going to get a kick out of this. It might not be your game you want to play all night, but it's definitely something I think most people would enjoy. The who it's not for, I guess, is someone who just draw a hard line at. I don't like anything that's not medium level euros or medium level games. I don't like these silly childish games that you're <laughs> everyone's playing in the corner. Uh, other than that, I, I can't really think of anything that'd be a huge turnoff. The, can you think of anything? The, the mind? one thing I can think of is it's kind of a double edged sword. Uh, either you're playing against a history buff, which means you're it's mm. it's like playing Scrabble sometimes, where it's just like True. I can't really play Scrabble with my wife unless she's had a few. Uh, that way I have a slight advantage to have a thing. I don't think I've ever won a game of Boggle where she wasn't drunk. Uh, so <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And the thing, the other thing is, the more and more you play any one particular set, the more you're going to remember things. So it's an educational game, and the more you play, the more educated you get, but also the worse the game gets, because it's just like, well, I know exactly where that fits, because I know exactly when the year is. So... You, you kind of want to either change up the sets or maybe not play it as much. But the thing is, is it really that bad to be more educated after learning the game better? <laughs> I feel like you can't really demote a game for that, right? That that seems like a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I think some people are scared of like trivia history games. Like they just feel like they'll make made to made to be a fool or uh, yeah. uh, they'll just get rocked and, and look like an idiot. Like, I have no idea where any of this invented. It's like, I, uh, yeah, that's, that's fine. Most people won't. Yeah. When I, when I play this for work there, uh, cause I have a, an Excel document that kind of allows us to play over, over the internet. And uh, whenever I suggest, all right, what deck do we want to play with this time? There's always people groaning like, Oh God, I don't know American history. It's just like, none of us do. None of us really know it. Yeah. Let's just go for it. Like, there's always groans, but as soon as we start playing, people really get into it. Yeah. I, it, that's a good point, too, because it is one of those games where it does um, change minds in that way. There, you know, a lot of modern games that do trivia this the, these days ha- approach it in a way that's very accessible for people who aren't, like, hardcore trivia buffs. And Timeline's a great one that really do- does that. It definitely – I've had that experience, too, where people are like, oh, all right, fine, I'll jump in. There's nothing else to do. And then they really, they really like it, and they, they do well. <laughs> so it isn't necessarily just the fact that the person who knows it all is going to clearly get it all. Everyone's got a variability that – or a gap in knowledge of exact dates unless they're an insane person. <laughs> Um, let's see. Okay. Would your mom like it? I bet your mom would really like this game. This doesn't have a lot of the elements of games that I think are her staple likes. Like there's no dice. There's no, um, uh, some mild gotcha, but there is a lot of up and down silliness testing your metal against the game and the existing tableau of cards. And I could totally see your mom getting into this one. So I'm going to say this is a yes for me. Not even a maybe, not even hedging my bets. (laughs) Uh, you <laughs> might all in. You might be right. It could be a yes. I'm just. I'm. I'm going maybe yes, 
Only because oh. I, don't, I don't think she'd love it. I Doubts. definitely think she would enjoy it. I cannot see her ever looking at it and going, ugh, I don't want to play that. I definitely see her going, yeah, yeah, sure, well, let's let's play another game type of a thing. But it's – there are certainly a few gotcha moments. Maybe you play something that's screwed up where she was going to play something in the future, making things harder. Uh, but there's, I don't think there's ever a moment where she could play something that she felt like she really screwed someone up a lot type of a thing and she I think that like having those moments of like ooh I did something that was crazy no one expected there aren't any of like oh my god it's more of a yep I was right all right I didn't I I kind of pulled that one out of nowhere type of a thing but there's no like yeah that's what I was expecting to happen and that was crazy and it's not like rolling a, a two sixes in a row type of a thing it's just more of a all right yeah great and I, I know she likes those moments where it's just like something crazy happened and that's not going to happen here and so i'm putting it in maybe a, she would definitely enjoy it she would definitely play it multiple times but i don't think it's ever something she'd be like yeah we are playing that with a big group of people and i think those are the type of games she looks for yeah yeah no, I, that makes sense to me uh i'd like to play this one with your mom this is definitely one i think it'll be fun to to jump in with your mom i think she'd be like the wheel who cares about that <laughs> you know, i don't want <laughs> Who cares about the sextant? I don't care when it's invented. It's a dumb time anyway. Um, all right. Yeah. So uh, let's see. We've hit it all. We've hit it all, I think. I did want to mention one thing. And you, you, I think you actually said the word at some point. There's a game called Chronology that honestly mm. I, I've played and I thought, man, this is a lot like Timeline. It is very much like Timeline, but they kind of change it up a little bit. Uh, the cards are definitely bigger. They're like standard size cards in Chronology. Uh, and so they just give a description of what the thing is. Uh, and each person has their own individual timeline that they are working on. Uh, and the first person that makes a timeline of 10 events in their own timeline uh, wins the game. So it's a little bit different, changes it up, and you only ha- you have your personal timeline. So if you were thinking of a uh, timeline, you're like, ah, I don't know, that seems a bit slow. I don't like other people messing with me type of a thing. If you want it to be a bit more, all right, I have my own thing that I'm working on. Chronology might be something to go for that kind of has this basically the same idea, but uh, has a lot. I think there's actually a lot more cards in Chronology. It's a much bigger box uh, in it. So, yeah, if, if if you want to. I don't know if it's still being published, but you can. De- I've seen it in uh, discount places all over the place. So, Yeah. I've not played Chronology. I'd like to. Yeah, it's very, very similar <laughs> in structure, but... Um... It and it's an earlier game. And this one, chronology came out in like '96, I believe. Is what yes, it, or what it's telling me. So this idea of creating a timeline is not not new, but they did put their own spin on it. So, um, all right, yeah, there we go. Chronology. Do we want to touch on? Do we? I guess you kind of mentioned a little bit about the expen- expansions. Do you want to cover? Any of those? Just kind of list I them mean, off. I mean, there are uh, – of the ones I see, Inventions, which we talked about. I think there's one just called Timeline, which I have no idea. I think – I know there are a few where they kind of took ideas from other uh, things and kind of mixed them together. So there are some duplicate things. So you can't always use it. There's uh, Events. Uh, there's one called General Interest, which I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> discoveries, which is like, oh, they're the this continent or this type of animal type of a thing. Uh, there's another one called Challenge, which, I, again, I have no clue. Uh, music and Cinema, that's, I think, my personal favorite just because I tend to know a lot more of them and the timeline is a bit tighter. I like a tighter one. Uh, Star Wars, which would be an interesting one. American History. I don't know the difference between American History and Americana is exactly. 
exactly. It might, in fact, be the same exact game, but they have two different entries in Board Game Geek. Uh, and then there's another one called Classic, which I think is the exact same one as the one just called Timeline. So honestly, <laughs> it gets quite confusing uh, when you try and right. boil it down. So I, I would pick up like at least two, maybe a third one if you if you want a, lot, a large breath, if you're really into the game. Uh, but uh, yeah. Those that's there's that, and that's not even it there. If you're if you're from Canada, oh, yeah. there's one for Canada type of a thing. So, <laughs> yeah, they have one for like so many Korean, Russia, uh, Britain, France. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's you know, kind of reminds me of Flux. There's just so many editions yeah. of Flux. You can't even list them all. And they just go off in crazy directions. And you just kind of choose the one you think is going to be the most fun and, or interesting to you. Uh, all right, guys. Well, that is Timeline. So, yeah, definitely check this one out. This is a great filler game, a great little uh, have in your pocket to play at the bar or a restaurant um, to fill some time or just have a good time with a few people. It's also great that it plays the um, the the higher player counts, and so you really typically are not going to be traveling with a group more than eight <laughs> on a whim. And uh, so you can uh, – uh, you know, everyone can be involved in this, and it creates a lot of. It's actually more challenging because there's more. It takes longer to come back around to you, and the timeline's fuller when it comes back around. So, really great little fun game, and uh, yeah, that'll do it for us. I do have a <gasps> slogan <sighs> today. Yeah, I was thinking like, can we rhyme timeline? I feel like we did terrible on the. What, what did we do <laughs> last time? And it was, and it was a weird rhyme. It was anyway. It was Spyfall, and we had I Spyfall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not good. Horrible. So a compound word like Tomline. I was like, no, I don't think <laughs> too many syllables for us. We're, we're gonna have we're things like clever. lime wine, which no one wants to drink. <laughs> lime wine. <laughs> lime tine. Is that a word? <laughs> Crime sign. I just yeah. No, that's all right. What do you got? What do you all got? Right, so. So this isn't so much a slogan as just something uh, someone might say. It's just a fun rhyme, and it is. Something hey. someone might say. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, I'm not to blame. I came here to game. <laughs> it just All makes right. me laugh because uh, I just envision someone like, I don't know, making a faux pas, and then that's their excuse at game night. <laughs> and people, it just sort of makes enough sense to be okay, but also like, wait a minute, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> So, yeah, I figure uh, a Fonzie type. Hey, man, I'm not to blame. It, I came here to game. That sounds a lot like the don't blame the player, blame the game type of a thing. <laughs> that's right. Player's going to play. Gamer's going to game. Oh, that's another one. I should have saved that one. Oh, oh you should have. <laughs> Damn it. Now it's Two gone. Two in one night, though. <laughs> I'm only counting the first one. The other one is lost to time. Ah, okay. Well, I have to reserve that. I can uh, use it later. I'll edit it out. <laughs> like I'll just I'll just blank out that section. Just a weirdly long pause for a second. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, thank you all for listening. And uh, you can get a hold of us in a couple different ways if you'd like to. Uh, of course, over Twitter and Instagram at Chits and Chat. You can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com, and scroll down to the Chits and Chat page and fill out our comment form there. And we would love to hear from you. Um, we hope you guys are getting some games played as the weather gets a little colder and people are inside more. It's definitely a season for some great spooky games. And, um, yeah, we'd love to hear from what you, you guys and hear what you're playing. So until next time, we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.